This is the Successful Average Joe Show, Episode 2, Guerrilla Marketing, November 13th, 2015. Welcome to the successful Average Joe Show, where we like to empower the average Joe to find online success. This is your host, J.K. Wardell, and hopefully you listened to episode one on branding. If not, what are you waiting for? Jump on over there, listen to that episode. I highly recommend listening to that episode first to get the understanding about branding and the importance of branding to you and not to a service or a product so that you can get your branding foundation solid because these mar- tactics that I'm going to be talking about when it comes to marketing, you will not be able to fully benefit whenever it comes to guerrilla marketing until you have that strong foundation. Because what's going to happen is if you have the wrong mindset about branding and you implement these tactics, you're not going to be able to scale up and expand with them. So I want to make sure you're getting the full benefit. So I highly recommend pausing this episode, jumping on over, and listening to episode one. And you can find episode one over at jkwardelltv.com slash branding, Or you can find all our great episodes over at jkwardelltv.podbean.com. Now, I'd like to allow you to get a notebook, paper, pen, whatever it may be to write with to take notes because with a lot of my podcast I want you to be taking notes so that you're able to glance back at them because as humans life happens and we forget some very key information and then something will happen in the future or you know where you need to implement that key information and you forgot so this way you have your notes to reference back to and just a head up, heads up, everybody in my house is sick. I'm coming back, you know, feeling good. So you're going to maybe hear it in my voice. And you're going to hear some of the kids coughing in the background and whatnot. But I am committed to bringing you guys the best information I can with episodes. I thought about, you know, waiting a week before bringing you episode two, but I didn't want to. I wanted to show you guys that you know I am committed to helping the average Joe find success online through my knowledge and stuff that I've done maybe I failed at and this and that so that you don't have to fully repeat those steps so before we get started talking about guerrilla marketing and those tactics you also need to remember I let my mind flow so you're gonna be hearing a lot of ums and and ands (laughs) and stuff like that but I want to give you some time to go grab a notebook piece of paper and something to write with so that you can take notes and during that time we will hear a word from one of our sponsors hey what's going on this is Greg Brown from Oakland California and this is a short review of uh, the secret social samurai by Trevor Foster Uh, dude you knocked it out of the park man I've, I've seen it on your Facebook cover, 
And I just passed over it because I thought that, you know, I pretty much got my Facebook game down. So I didn't think that I would need it. But um, I'm glad you brought it to my attention, dude. When, when I went through this course, there's things in here that I never knew that I could do. So you, you are lifting up my Facebook marketing, right? So I just want to thank you for that. Um, and I want to talk to whoever's watching this who may even be on the fence about it. You want to get Secret Social Summarized. Um, he has a lot of little tricks and tips up in here. Uh, he's going to teach you how to get a lot of engagement, how to make a post go viral, um, a lot of things. How, how, you know, the inbox hustling. Um, I don't think he left any stones unturned. This this product is, uh, I, I don't think you're you're selling it for enough. Um, the price is way too low. That, that, that might be one thing that I have to critique. You, you may need to up the price on this because you're giving away way too much information for what you're charging for this product. Um, other than that, man, congratulations. You knocked it out of the park. Um, and like I said, thank you. Thank you, man. And I'll see you on Facebook, all right? And that's another happy customer for the Foster Dojo, where you can get some training on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram techniques. It's pretty awesome. You need to check it out. Welcome back to the successful Average Joes. Hopefully you grab something to write with and to take notes. And the next thing I want to do, and this is a key thing that you will want to write down and remember about guerrilla marketing, and that is that it helps get you out of obscurity as long as you have your branding foundation right. J. Conrad Levinson. He is the father of guerrilla marketing. He is one of the first people to ever write a book on guerrilla marketing and its tactics. And this is how he defines the term and the meaning of the concept of guerrilla marketing. And it is achieving conventional goals such as profits and joy with unconventional methods such as investing energy instead of money. Now this does not mean that you're doing things that are not Google friendly. All it means is instead of throwing out money towards say Facebook ads this and that, you are not doing that. You are doing tactics that instead of money you are putting in your time and your effort in place of it. So that gives you kind of a broad idea of what it is and what most people treat guerrilla marketing as. For me, when it comes to guerrilla marketing, the type that I'm going to be talking to you about is all free tactic it, tactics and it's all geared towards really impacting your brand and getting your brand and you out there and getting people to know who you are. And again, this is the brand of you. Now, once you get out of obscurity and people know who you are and they are coming to you, then you can also implement, sorry, implement these tactics on any services or products that you want to start offering. And, you know, this really goes back to, and it's the saying that stuck with me that came out of Grant Cardone's mouth, and that is, do not invest in advertising until others know who you are. And this is really where guerrilla marketing is going to be your best friend. Because it's going to be able to take you 
and allow you to step into investing in yourself but you're doing so with your own time and hard work rather rather than with the hard-earned dollars that you may be making now or you may be at zero and that's okay but you what you have is you have time you have drive and you have the take action mindset that is key to putting in the work that is needed to replace money and the fact is even if you had thousands or hundreds or even 50 bucks to throw at advertising to get yourself out there I do not recommend it I do not re recommend investing in yourself in the terms of money until you are out of obscurity and people know who you are because the fact of the matter is you could be investing money to try and get people to know who you are but what is the point in paying people to get them to know who you are and you not have the same impact than if you put the work in and people start learning who you are through your work through your actions there is a better impact with that audience that comes with that than there is with the audience that you buy through advertising so remember that and what we're gonna kinda get into is some tactics and a lot of tactics that people talk about or even tra train on myself I have tried I have tested I have even failed at so what I'm gonna talk about today are tactics that I know that work that I do myself every day and it is what I believe is tactics that bring the strongest impact on your brand and getting you out of obscurity and these are the same tactics that will allow you to continue to use them to expand yourself so we're going to be going over social media which ones you know you really need to tap in and to utilize we're going to be going over having a blog and the importance of having that and the fact is you may be thinking, well, I'm not a writer. I don't know what to write about. You know what? I don't care. To me, those are excuses. And with the take action mindset, you see those excuses, you turn them into a benefit, and you just do. The fact is, you do. No exceptions. Just do. The moment that you just start doing is the moment you will start seeing results. And we'll also be going going to go over videos and podcasting and then lastly we're going to be going over email marketing and how easy it is to take all those tactics and rinse and repeat them daily but before jumping into that I wanted to take a short break because like I said still a little bit under the weather and I need to jump and grab a drink and I'm sure we all need to stretch our legs you know it's Friday we're eagle eager to get out and do something and I am thankful that you're here listening to the podcast so I want to give you some time to stretch your legs and get something to drink and we're just going to have a short break and listen to one of our sponsors Grant Cardone saved my business about six months ago I found Grant Cardone on YouTube and I instantly liked what he was saying I wanted to know how to go out and get the sale I wanted to know when I wanted money how to turn the faucet on and get money. I call that money on tap. And Grant Cardone taught me how to get that stuff. Whatever it takes, do what you gotta do, go get it, what you want in your business and in your life. I need a new guru, somebody who's really up to date and modern, and that's when I found Grant Cardone. 
and that's when I found 10X. Look, massive, 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 massive action. What are you waiting for? You're either going to have more or you're going to have less. Make the decision, get committed, read the books, get to the seminars, take action. You're trying to build a massive brand. I think there's nobody better in the country than Grant Cardone. Welcome back to the successful Average Joe's. Before the break, we started talking about guerrilla marketing and the areas you want to concentrate in for the biggest impact. Now, before jumping in, I want you to realize you do not want to be spending any more money <clears throat> than what you need to. You do not want to be tempted to either until people are coming to you because they know who you are through the time and effort that you spent to getting yourself out of obscurity and having that strong branding foundation. You also need to be able and realize that to accomplish all this, you need to have the take action mindset. And by take action mindset, I mean it's a mindset base that you get yourself at where you're ready to 10x things. You're ready to realize that you can't buy your success and you know that it's going to take your effort and your time to get yourself up to the point where you're not in obscurity anymore. You're able to reach out and connect with people that are eager to connect with you in return and then you're able to really expand yourself and start offering some services a lot more and some products. Maybe you were in the past in obscurity and that's okay but now you're actually able to start producing a revenue because you had that take action mindset you still have that take action mindset because there's no excuses there's no room for excuses you just have to do that's part of the take action mindset is doing and being able to 10x your goals and 10x your effort and know that it's going to take massive action to accomplish what you want to accomplish. So anytime you're jumping on the podcast of mine or you're reading some articles over at jkwardelltv.com that whenever you're approaching any of this stuff that I'm putting out there that I recommend that you have that take action mindset so that you can fully benefit from it and that is where I'm coming from that's the energy and the effort that I'm coming to you at and I hope that I'm able to get you to that point so that you can start seeing and building your own success so let's you know really see what those tactics are so that that take action mindset can start paying off now we're going to kind of jump into social media so I want you to jot these down in your notes. You're going to want a Facebook account, a Twitter account, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, Periscope, Google+, also known as G and the plus sign, and LinkedIn. Now I'm going to kind of be breaking down each one of those. 
and what the benefits are to you and some tips on how to utilize it. And we're going to start off with Facebook. Now, with Facebook, you're going to want a normal Facebook account plus a fan page. And now you're probably wondering, why the heck do I need both? That's, you know, double the work. And in all honesty, it really isn't. Because with the fan page, you're able to connect vastly with people that like it. Now, there's going to become times that they want to connect with you more. And they can on the fan page or if you have them the ability to message you through the fan page through um, emails you know emailing system then they can but I like to kinda turn up the um, impact if you wanna call it and I also give them the option to friend me through uh, my normal Facebook account and don't get this you know, twisted because you may think, well, I don't want to be marketing to family and friends, maybe. Well, you can do like I do. I have a personal Facebook account that only my family and my friends know. And then I have my business account where my online friends and people I connect with are connected to that account. And I have those people friend me through that account. And we can talk through Instant Messenger and, you know, really connect. But the other key to having both ways and utilizing both a fan page and a regular account is for you to want to start advertising in groups and that type of thing you cannot do so with a fan page so you need a personal account also and you need to use it so whenever you do an update you can do the tactic that I do I will update on my personal account and now Facebook added a new feature that you do that update and you click share you can actually write you want to click the option write post and then you can change out where you want that to be posted to and you can pick one of your pages and it will post that update to that page and that's how I do it so it kinda cuts out the work for you and it will update to the page also and you know you can really reach a lot of people there are some people that only are gonna want to like a page and follow up updates that way and then there's gonna be other people that either want to like the page plus connect with you on a more personal level because they want to see that they are connecting with an actual person because with online it's nice and all but it kinda cuts out that personal connection and a lot of people here lately in the last year or more are wanting to get back to that personal connection even though it's online so you're able to give them that through an actual Facebook ac personal account to be able to utilize the instant messenger and that type of thing and so you want to approach Facebook and that concept and jumping over to Twitter to me Twitter I believe is the biggest impact they're gonna be people that argue with me probably a lot more people that argue with me because of what Facebook's uh, you know stats are on traffic and stuff with them being the biggest social media provider right now but in my opinion Twitter you're able to connect in a different way and I have seen that Twitter has 
the stronger impact. And then from there, <clears throat> Facebook is second. And, you know, some areas and sometimes. It just depends. Um, so with Twitter, you want to have that account there. You want to be posting, you know, all the time. If you feel that you don't want to post too much because you don't want to bombard people, you know, the fact is on your social media accounts, you want to post all the time and not have that mindset of you don't want to be bothering people. The fact is too bad. If they don't like it, then they don't, they'll, they'll stop following you. And the fact is you want those people to start, stop following you because they are not going to be action takers whenever you actually do connect with them. It's actually going to be a waste of connection, connecting with those people that can't stand you posting constantly. And we're going to be going over some posting techniques at the end once I cover all the social media accounts to, you know, utilize. Now, what I didn't cover with the Facebook, and this is going to actually be important for our all social media accounts and that is you want your profile information to be consistent through them all you want your branding to be consistent through them all meaning you want you don't want to have different profile images or different headline images you want to keep them consistent this way your branding stays consistent and it's going to help you with the branding image whenever you're trying to get out of obscurity because if you stay consistent, that impacts people that are seeing you so that they see you as a consistent, um, steady, serious person and it's going to stick in their brain instead of you being like all over where Facebook's one image and this and that and they're going to see that you're, you're in consistencies and they're going to worry about if the information you bring to them is as a good value to them as it could be because you're not consistent with your own self so just keep that in mind and with Twitter you really want to utilize hashtags because if you utilize and you want to make sure you're using right hashtags to your content and say if it's content on tips about success you want to use the hashtag success and the reason behind this is there's other people utilizing hashtags and there are some traffic that comes with those hashtags I do believe the last I looked hashtag success has I think nine thousand nine million something like that people that are using it so whenever you use that hashtag you are actually tapping into that traffic. But the key is not to ill-use hashtags. Because if you're talking about a tip on um, blogging and you want and you end up using hashtag wake up now, which used to be an MLM company, you're misusing it and the impact is not gonna be as strong. You want your impact to be a pal rather than a flick on the arm if that makes sense you want to come at it with the biggest pal and the biggest value that impacts you for the strongest benefit so hashtags are important and I tend to use the same hashtags over on Facebook also 
and over all the social media accounts and I use the same hashtags that I use on Twitter usually I will post first on Twitter and then from there do my post out to the other posts and utilize the same hashtags and I have found that the impact is a lot stronger so that brings us over to Instagram and Pinterest and the reason why I say to use both is the fact that Pinterest is really big with their biggest market is women but there are some men over there and even though some niches may not be able to fully utilize or an area you're in that you want to start doing business in online have a big impact on Pinterest it actually is a great tool and if you find that maybe you're not going to be having a strong impact on Pinterest at least go to it once a day like some relevant images I don't care if they're inspirational images I have found you can team up Pinterest with Instagram by you know making sure on Pinterest you're hearting liking some images and you're repinning them to boards that you create that are relevant to those pins and you will start getting followers and repinners and stuff like that and then look up some inspiration that fall within your area say if you're you know helping people learning to blog for income okay look up inspiration blog and you have to type that into Pinterest search that way so it pulls up correctly and now Pinterest has a top banner where you can kinda dig deeper it'll ask you you know if you want quotes and stuff like that usually depending on the the style of search you're looking and it will pull up images that are inspirational stuff and you wanna kinda like those and pin those and put them in an inspirational board you also want to save that image take that image and I use my phone for Pinterest so that I can do this and I save that image to my phone I go over to Instagram and I post that image and I do some hashtags like I did on Twitter and you know I put a little description of you know that inspiration and say the inspiration is something about success is the only mindset and now the description I may put is this is the best mindset to have to getting there and finding your success and I would put hashtag success because Instagram has hashtag traffic also and I would put like hashtag success hashtag successful mindset that type of thing and I would post it and then I would go through Instagram and I'd like some other people's stuff heart them and I may leave a comment here and there depending on what the topic is and it actually will cycle back to you there will be random people that you're not even following or that are following you that you will find will like your image because they're looking for that inspiration you could look up motivational images and quotes or create your own and stuff and I'm gonna share a tool with you over on the podcast notes so make sure you go check that out at jkwardelltv.com slash epg marketing and there's this tool that helps you create uh, quote images and you can utilize that on any of the social media accounts to be able to have you know a post if you're kind of post blocked we'll call it 
So that brings us over to YouTube, and we'll kind of discuss YouTube a little bit later, because it falls within the video area, just like Periscope, but you want to make sure over on YouTube your branding is the same way with any of the other social media accounts. You want to have, you know, your profile image consistent, your profile information consistent, your background, you know, consistent, and that type of thing. And to backstep a little bit, on Twitter, for your um, about description that shows up, because you only have so much room on Twitter, you know, keep it short and sweet. And say if you're a mom, you can put hashtag mom. You can actually see an example that's really good over at my Twitter, twitter.com slash jk underscore Wardell. And you'll see how to, you know, utilize some hashtags in your description and how to do your about description really well. And it's actually a branding technique because your brand about what you want to be known for is there also if you do it right. And it will also help you kind of pick up some followers at random times and that type of thing. And also with that, if somebody follows you, before you follow them back, make sure they have some about information. And it's not like a bot account, like a fake account. And they have some tweets that, you know, aren't spamish tweets like they're link pushers where it'll say something and they're just constantly giving a link for people to click you know they're it's called click it's called link baiting click baiting to get people to click just to go to something you don't want to refollow those people because it won't be a benefit to you so that's just a back step note on twitter and that brings us back into google plus and really with Google Plus, it's got its ups and downs of popularity. One minute it's gonna be the next Facebook and Facebook, you know, should be scared of it, and the next minute, not so much. So I still use it and I still recommend using it. And the easiest way I found to utilize it is go follow some of the big people, like myself, and you can find a link over on the page to follow me. I'll make sure to have it in the podcast notes. And, you know, bigger people, like say if you're in the uh, weight loss niche, you'll want to follow Jillian Anderson and some of those other people, um, Jillian Michaels and some other ones. Now, I'm not saying they're going to 100% have a Google Plus account profile, but more than likely they will so you want to follow them this way you can go through and you can reshare some posts onto your profile and like them and comment and kind of pick up potential followers and viewers from their followers and viewers to come and look on your profile but aside from that what I do it's just kind of a uh, really a repeat of what say um, you put on Facebook, you just kind of copy and paste over on Google Plus and use that as your update. Same way with Pinterest. If you put a image on uh, Pinterest, put it on Google Plus also. If you put an image on Instagram, as long as it's not the same in- image you put on Pinterest and you've already put that update on Google Plus, go ahead and put that over on, in- on from Instagram over to Google Plus also as a utilized update. 
I usually only update once on Google Plus a day because, you know, the popularity and the amount of time that people use it is kind of up and down, but I still utilize it because you never know in the future traffic may pick back up on it again and this way you already have a foundation over there implemented. So at least do it once a day. And by once a day I don't mean like one update. I jump on once a day and I will do like three or four updates in a row plus I'll go through and I'll like some people's and reshare some stuff. And then that's my one time little thing on Google+. And then I'll go about doing some other stuff. But most of my social media updating and that type of thing, it's all done through mobile. I mean, five, ten minutes. Facebook and Twitter are usually two or three times a day. You know, constantly being on there. I do, you know, get things come through on the phone and I'll check it and, you know, like it or, you know, that type of thing. So... I am constantly present on those two things. I'm also constantly present on Instagram and Pinterest and Google Plus because I do get updates if people like and share. And then I'll go in and, you know, I'll return the favor. Um, and also refollow as long as I can tell that it's a legitimate account and the person is serious about utilizing that account for, you know, value rather than just out there to get money. So, the last thing I want to kind of go over whenever it comes to accounts is LinkedIn. Now, this social account may seem a little weird because of how they first, and the reason why it first got created, but it honestly is a very good benefit because it has groups like Facebook, and you can do updates, and you want to do updates over there at least once a day. Kind of like the same concept with Google Plus. Your update, you can do like two or three, you know, updates at once. And then you're good. Um, answer any emails that come in over there. And you may get some copy and paste, what I call spam emails. And what I like to do is just, you know, look at them and give them a tip. Hey, whenever you're approaching somebody like this, instead of a copy and paste email, which I can tell that was kind of approach it better get to know the person ask them you know what they do and don't throw out what you do until maybe you're asked so that you have a better impact that's what I've responded a lot and I've changed up my response depending on the copy and paste email that I get over there on LinkedIn and I've had some people thank me and other people just kind of ignore me but the fact is I'm sending back value without saying hey stop bothering me I'm not interested why you spam it or something like that you know instead in return I'm flipping the tables I'm giving value and in the future I may be able to get those people to really show true interest in me and actually be interested interested in anything I have to share with them so you see the benefit to not jumping the gun so say and thinking okay how can I give them value even though they copied and pasted something to me without writing them off right away and you know getting them to be interested in me and that's just one tactic and with LinkedIn again you want to make sure your profile image is consistent and now they allow you to have a background image you want that to be consistent and your about stuff 
you know, that information, you want to stay consistent. And with that, whenever you do your updates over there, you need to remember the audience over there is a lot different than audiences on the other social media accounts. They are other people, maybe working from home, business owners, brick and mortar people, entrepreneurs, freelancers, that type of thing. So whenever you do an update, inspirational updates, motivational updates work over there. Updates about how your journey and business is going are good. And updates that that bring them value in maybe some tips or something like that for them to utilize in their own journey and you know working online or with their business or whatever it may be you don't have to specifically figure out you know what it is as long as it's a tip that is broad enough for anybody that's in business or you know working online working from home whatever it may be it's gonna work well over there so that's the type of updates you want to do over there and bring them benefit because they are the you know entrepreneur minded people over there and we are going to take another short break because again I need to get myself a drink and get a cough drop and stuff gotta love it whenever you're under the weather but in the meantime it's gonna I <laughs> allow you to get a drink also stretch your legs whatever it may be and we're going to hear a short word from one of our sponsors hey what's going on this is greg brown from oakland california and this is a short review of the, the secret social samurai by trevor foster uh dude you knocked it out of the park man i've i've seen it on your facebook cover and i just passed over it because I thought that, you know, I pretty much got my Facebook game down, so I didn't think that I would need it, but um, I'm glad you brought it to my attention, dude. When, when I went through this course, there's things in here that I never knew that I could do, so you you are lifting up my Facebook marketing, right? So I just want to thank you for that, um, and I want to talk to whoever's watching this who may even be on the fence about it. You want to get Secret Social Summarized. Um, he has a lot of little tricks and tips up in here. Uh, he's going to teach you how to get a lot of engagement, how to make a post go viral, um, a lot of things. How, how, you know, the inbox hustling. Um, I don't think he left any stones unturned. This this product is. Uh, I, I don't think you're you're selling it for enough. Um, the price is way too low. That, that, that might be one thing that I have to critique. You, you may need to up the price on this because you're giving away way too much information for what you're charging for this product. Um, other than that, man, congratulations. You knocked it out of the park. Um, and like I said, thank you. Thank you, man. And I'll see you on Facebook, all right? And that's another happy customer for the Foster Dojo where you can get some training on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram techniques. It's pretty awesome. You need to check it out. Welcome back to the Successful Average Joes. And with this episode, we have been learning some of the ways to have the strongest impact whenever it comes to guerrilla marketing and getting yourself out of obscurity with your brand. And we're going to be going, you know, finishing this information, going over some little take action mindset. And you want to put this down in your notes because this is what 
will really benefit you with just simply doing and implementing that into your take action mindset and that is this list one write an article or a blog and choose a topic related to your industry when you're doing so number two create a video discussing that topic for YouTube number three host a podcast or radio show something live streaming discussing the topic number four is create a custom content email and blast it out to your network five is the simple rinse and repeat now we're gonna kinda be jumping into the video part of this and YouTube and Periscope you know those will be your tools for that and blogging now with step one it's utilizing your blog and you know I really don't care you know if you are a writer a blogger or anything like that because the fact of the matter is that is not gonna get you anywhere you need to try because you cannot know if you can succeed with that or if you will fail with that until you try all you are is wasting time and I'm just gonna say it you're being lazy nobody with a take action mindset has the room the time the effort or the really it comes down to it the mindset to be lazy they don't want to be lazy so if you are saying well I'm not a writer I'm not a blogger then you have truly not grasped the take action mindset and you really need to do that if you want to succeed in this online world because if you don't and you're just gonna do the things that you feel like doing it's going to kick your ass and you're gonna fall flat on your face there's no other words to put it there's no other way to put it that's exactly what's going to happen I have seen it time and time again and I do not want to see that happen to you so you need to approach this with a take action mindset and just do so with blogging it's really you know covering information that you know and even if you don't know you know what go utilize some Google Trends on the area that you're in do a search see what other people are talking about and put your own two cents into it start a post I don't care if it's 80 80 words I don't care if it's a hundred words as long as it's 80 words and you're getting that post out there that is content and it's unique and whatever you're writing and a lot of people are gonna tell you the wrong thing and they're gonna, they're gonna tell you to get ranked you have to utilize SEO the fact of the matter is Google is always going to be making changes and I have found and this has worked every single time that they have implemented new changes if you write and you are constantly writing and constantly putting out unique stuff that is value and you're writing for the reader rather than the search engine and people are coming to your site and they're listening or they're reading or whatever it may be you will always be Google friendly no matter what Google changes do because any more 
Google really doesn't look at the keywords. They really don't. They don't look at the SEO. They still do, but with each change, they look at that area differently. But what never changes is they look at bounce rate, how long somebody stays on your site, and a few other things. That tells them one is your site of value, and two, are you providing uniqueness? Now, if people are not staying on your site long enough, they're leaving after, say, a few seconds, Google sees this as you're not giving value or anything that is interesting to people that are coming along. So they are not going to index your page as high. And it doesn't matter all the work you put in SEO, it's not going to do you any good if you're not writing to the reader rather than the search engine. And you are not delivering on value and what you have to offer in knowledge or tips or anything like that. You are not going to be Google friendly. It's that simple. So remember that and remember that no matter the changes that Google does, as long as you implement those tactics that I just said, you will always be within Google's friendly circle. No matter if they come out with the octopus, since they like to name their changes animal names. So you'll still be on good terms with them. And the fact is, writing may not come natural and may not come easy to you. But if you just do over time of just practicing and just doing, it doesn't matter how well it is. You just want to put out because... Quality comes with quantity. You could have 10 good posts out there, but that ain't going to do you any good if you stop there. You want to keep pushing out because 500 is better than 10 on impact-wise to your audiences. So keep that in mind. You know, just try. That's all you have to do whenever it comes to blogging. Now, the next thing we're going to kind of cover is video and discussing the topic in YouTube. You want to, you know, utilize some tools. There are some free tools, screen capture and that type of thing. You could just simply create a slideshow. I've seen people do that and throw the slideshow up on some slideshow websites like SlideShare and also up on YouTube and throw some music into it and people read it. Now, those ones don't have as strong of an impact but there is still an impact and you're still tapping into a small percentage of YouTube's traffic. And you always want to make sure that in your YouTube description, you link back to the original post. And you also put in the link on the slide at the end if you're doing slides in that sense. Now, if you're doing a screen share type of video training and say you did a topic on Facebook marketing and it was in a specific area about posting to groups productively on your screen share that is the type of training you want to do you want to you, you know you can go long but usually short and sweet and to the point have the best impact on YouTube so that's one way you can do some videos and when it comes to podcasting which is step number three at first you know, you don't have to do a podcast, 
you could do, you know, instant live stream stuff utilizing Periscope. And if you want to utilize Periscope, make sure that you use the tool, and it's free, called Catch.me. And what that does is it'll pull your Periscopes and save them because after so many days, any Periscope live stream recordings actually go away. So that's how you want to capture and save them, and you can utilize them and market them later on. And now you, you may be saying, but if I have nothing to say on a video or something like that, how will I have something to say on a Periscope that's live streaming? Or I don't have much following. The fact is, it doesn't matter if you don't have any following. Still do a Periscope on some tips or, you know, introducing yourself and this and that. Now, if you have a following, I don't care if it's two people, you can start doing some Q&As on a topic, a quick training, a quick training on one specific thing, a random tip, a quick tip, it could be two minutes, three minutes, it doesn't matter, you know, maybe a quick live stream to do some inspiration maybe you read an inspirational quote and you wanted to share it with others and tell them how it inspired you and maybe how it could inspire them too random stuff like that believe it or not on live streaming has a pretty strong impact so you want to utilize that and utilize catch.me so that it captures them and saves them for you for people to later see because in the future if you did not have a big following and you start to you can utilize those as a marketing tool and put the link to a specific episode in your email follow-up or a social media update or anything like that it will actually become a benefit benefit to you and it becomes a tool for you to pull from to throw out some value on maybe some days that you're really busy but you need to get some updates out there or something you know out there to your audience for value that maybe they never would have seen in the past because you are in deep obscurity and not having followings and then you started to so then you know you could pull that stuff out or maybe you're in you know midway obscurity with maybe 10 people or so and then you start getting mass things well, you can reshare that because those 10 people or so will not mind so much that you're resharing past stuff and then your new people will see the value in it and, you know, they'll listen, they'll share it, you know, anything like that. So the benefit of you getting a foundation and areas started and the legwork done beforehand will come back and really help you you'll actually you may not see the benefit at that time but you will see the benefit to it in the future and the last thing you know that brings us to is email and email marketing you will want to have an autosponder recount account I do not recommend Aweber or get a response. I did use them in the past. The reason why I don't recommend them now and I don't care how popular they are or how much people recommend them. The fact is the percentage of them getting your emails that you send out to your subscribers hitting their inboxes has been getting worse and worse. And there are many factors to that. 
some of the factors are on the provider's end, like AWeber and get a response. It's their issue because they're not getting new IPs and cycling out and doing it correctly. And that's a whole nother story. And the other issue is a lot of email providers are changing their system. Like Google brought in promotion section and stuff like that. And if you have that turned on and it's not off, stuff will land up in there. I've even seen a family member's email land up in promotions because of a certain word or something that was in the email. So if you use AWeber or get a response, the only likelihood that you can raise your percentage of hitting somebody's inbox is by getting people to whitelist your email by adding your email that is linked to your autoresponder account that will show up whenever they get a message from you because they're your subscriber in their email account by saying you know you know they know that email they trust that email but that also does not guarantee it won't end up in promotions or anything like that but a lot of people it's really hard sometimes to get people to take action that's subscribe at first because you know they're interested in you but they're still kind of on the fence they don't have full trust yet maybe so I don't recommend a Weber get a response I do highly recommend my mad Mimi which is what I currently use right now and they're pretty awesome and I shared a link over in the podcast notes because you can get a free account with all the features up to 500 subscribers and then once you reach 500 subscribers then you have to upgrade to a paid account but you're you get access to all the features that they have unlike the other providers that you know give you limited access during their trial or their testing phase and the podcast notes are over at jkwardelltv.com slash epg marketing and you're probably thinking you know okay I'll go get an autoresponder account but I don't have a subscriber so I'm just gonna skip the step of creating a email that I would send out to the subscriber which is classified your network in your email because I don't have any I want to say that I, at one point, I thought that way too, many years ago, but the fact is, is I don't care if you have zero subscribers. Act like you do and create that email and save it as a follow-up and continue to do that because what's happening is you're setting up a foundation, again, the legwork that whenever you do get subscribers, you already have some emails implemented from day one that they will start getting on automation and you know they'll automatically get it to their emails and that's less work on you the worst thing you can do is wait until you get subscribers and then start creating your follow-ups because they won't be used to getting emails from you and you're gonna have more work on your hands than what you need to have and what this is gonna allow you to do by having and doing this, you know, doing step four and creating these email blasts whenever you do a new video and that type of thing, it doesn't matter if they already saw that information. 
you're giving them value through the email and some people are not going to see say a video or a post maybe or maybe they will you know it doesn't matter you got your follow-ups up there and you are continuing to add those follow-ups and then once you get subscribers you would be able to do, start doing some broadcast on say you decide to do a live periscope on a scheduled day well you can shout out to your social media accounts but now you can also send out a broadcast to your subscribers and they will know okay you're doing this live periscope on XYZ and the time and you reach out to your audience and you reach out to your potential of getting people coming to the live stream or if you start doing podcasts and you want to do a live podcast then you know they can come to it or you start doing podcast and you're putting it up and you can do a broadcast out to your email but your follow-ups are also still there so your impact is a lot stronger and you know follow-ups are very important especially from day one whenever somebody signs up now I hope you enjoyed this episode on guerrilla marketing and with getting the take action mindset implemented in yourself and that the fact that there is no room for excuses you know there's just there's only room for commitment and the attitude of just doing and the fact is if you want a strong brand foundation and to get out of obscurity you have to get people to know who you are and to be able to do this you must utilize sorry you must utilize guerrilla marketing and the tactics that are there for you to utilize and you don't even have to spend any money so if you maybe fail at your approach the first time you can re-implement and you know approach it better and you didn't lose out on any money and that is really nice when you're getting started now a lot of you are maybe scared or intimidated by blogging and I understand this my um, business partner <laughs> he is one that I know a lot of the masses kind of come in with the same mindset that you know they're not a writer um, what are they gonna write about it's it's a more of a chore than enjoyment or this and that so I wanted to start a 30-day take action blogging course to help hold you accountable and get you started on the right foot and get you to really implement and realize that blogging is important and it's a very strong tool to have so to get in on this course if you hop on over to jkwardelltv.com slash epg marketing you'll see the show notes and the replay of the podcast over there and you'll also see the sign-up sheet for the 30-day challenge with blogging and it's 100% free I'm not looking to charge you guys for it this is my gift to you to help get you successful and one of those things is really utilizing a blog and it's only delivered through email so you will need to fill out that form this way I can get you over the emails with the little intro and covering what we're going to be covering that day in the training 
and then the link over to the video training. And the fact is, is blogging doesn't have to be intimidating. So I'm hoping to kind of fill that gap and get you confident and strong and just stepping up to the plate and just tackling the whole blogging tool and the concept behind it. Now in the next episode, we're going to be talking about email marketing and how to utilize it because it's really important and there's really a lot of aspects to utilize to the fullest. So I want to make sure I cover that. I may break it up in a few podcast episodes. This way we can cover different areas so that you approach email marketing and a strong mindset and a strong approach so that your impact is at the best quality it can be compared to some of the ways some of these niches teach that are really spammy and it's not giving the full value that you can give because with email marketing value is what gives you your impact and what gives you your connection your response and to get people to take action that are within your email list so that's what I want to kind of cover in the next next few podcasts because I believe you know I got the knowledge and the experience and I'm sure some of you are coming in with some experience and knowledge yourself and that's great and you know hit me up on social media and let me know you know some of the experience you have in some of these areas I'm eager to hear I'm eager to see what you want to learn more about so you know throw that in a podcast episode and cover it you know I'm open all you gotta do is just hit me up the fact is you gotta take action and to take action with me you just gotta approach me I am an easygoing person and I am very eager to connect with more people and see what I can do to help others so till next time this is your host JK Wardell thank you for listening to the successful average Joe show where we like to empower the average Joe to find online success Remember, you are a successful average show. We just have to make sure they know who you are. See ya.